please stand by for another episode of Wired Shut. Welcome to Wired Shut. I'm your host, Jesse. He's your host, host Logan. Jesse. Nah, nah, cut you off. You cut me off. I did. How do you feel? Uh, um, Will you cope? Can you cope? I mean, did you cope? define cope. Define you. <laughs> and Define, define. I don't know anything anymore. What has it been like three days in lockdown? Four uh, days? It's... Months? Yeah, Nicole mentioned know. today. I was like, oh, it's been a... Well, no, it hasn't been a week. Uh, she's like, the weekend, it's been a week. It's been a work week. There's been five days. And even then, I was only... Yeah, it's only from Tuesday that we've... Yeah, I, you know, I well. mean, like, if you include the weekend, which there's no reason to. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so this is less than a week into... The Love hurts. <laughs> it does. <laughs> does it, it also... And it sometimes bleeds. Um, are you talking about periods? <laughs> when am I? Women, am I right? <laughs> Come on, when am I not talking about periods? Oh no, we got a bleeder. <laughs> oh. <sighs> oh, okay, what are we like? A minute and a half in and we've already um, made a women, am I right joke? Um, well, am I not right? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Backpedal. <laughs> Check it and see. I got a fever of a hundred. Oh no, he's got the COVID. <laughs> fevers, am I right? Oh God. <laughs> Women, am I fevers? Oh. Now you ruined it. Yes, and. Don't you yes and me? <laughs> Improv. Improv. Um, yeah, this is Wired Shot, episode 76. I thought you said improv, brah. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to kick you out of this band. Oh, God, we're a ska band, aren't we? Um, uh, I mean, we are. One of us is very white. <laughs> I, had to, I had to check myself. Um, I assume you own a trumpet. Um <laughs> Not because I have any soul, just because scat. No, I was going to say you also love scat, but um, also music. Uh, it's a poop joke. It's a, it's a poop joke for <laughs> episode 76. Uh, we're, coming in, we're coming in hot. <laughs> Came in on the something, but the something, something hot. <laughs> Came in on the four and I was expecting you on the five as hot. Um, yeah, so this is Wired Shut in Lockdown. Uh, episode two, day, day day five, day five. I was doing a bit, and I meant I couldn't actually count how many days we're going on. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, what, what's going on in Auckland, man? What's what's the craziness? Does it feel like end of um, the world? Markets are looking pretty empty. No, I'm stocks. Oh, you mean the market markets? Yeah. 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 No. Not the, I don't, not I the, don't know much about the Dow. My 401k. Oh, 
Do you know what Dow even stands for? I don't. I never bothered to it's look it the, up. It's the Dow Jones um, index. It's a index series of indexed funds that you you sort of same same with like the Nikkei index and the blah blah blah. They're just as I understand it, they're a bunch of different um, packaged sort of purchases and sales that you can just connect your money to. So rather than buying and selling individual companies or, or stock or anything like that, what you're buying into is the choices they're making Hopefully, as a unified of, market. I think that's how that works. Hopefully by the end of this lockdown, um, I would have mustered the energy to care about what you just said. Um, the Dow... Yeah. yeah, so an indexed fund is a mutual fund or exclusive exchange-traded fund designed to follow a certain preset rules so that the fund can track a specified basket of underlying investments. So you're not you're not betting on the success or failure of a single company. You're looking at sort of much more big-picture market growth, so it's, it's a lot slower. It's the market of the stock market. Yeah, it's how things do within those markets as a whole is what sort of affects to like, what's what's the American one? Wall Street. Yeah. You know, the Dow, the the Nikkei index, we have the NZX 400. Actually, no, some of those are indexed funds, some of those are stock exchanges. Now I'm getting confused. Um. Um, cool then it breaks down from there <laughs> then there's like hedged funds and then there's yeah it's it's all just accumulated wealth being used to towards certain ends yeah to generate more wealth mm. yeah and it's kind of like do you bandwagon or do you think that that bandwagon's got too much risk for you it's it's still just gambling so if we come out with a um with a uh, a new site and we call it WS Journal. Yeah. Um, do you think we can accidentally <laughs> steal some of the market from people who go to Wall Street Journal to read things? Can we be the I, WSJ? I think we just inadvertently get done for insider trading. <laughs> Turned out your KiwiSaver oh, no, was no. connected to <laughs> one of the funds that we reported on in the WSJ. Oh no, you zoom out of our Wireshark logo and it's a yellow canary. Ah, uh, top of the food chain. And the cold mine? Is that what you were? Yeah, uh, you put a canary in You weren't doing that, were you? Yeah, no, I was. You put a canary <laughs> you were? You put a canary I thought, in, I, in I, thought I just was so confused I made what you were saying more complicated and, and impressive than what it actually was. <laughs> I mean, describe the podcast much? Jesus. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, You're not wrong. Oh, God. Yeah, so... Uh, I've just come to living in the lounge pretty much all of the time. Oh, okay. Um, computers out like? there. Oh, it's it's fine on the weekends. It's garbage during um, the working week when uh, it's 40 hours of your dedicated time. Uh, so you're just sitting on a couch for all of that? No, a dining table, dining room table. Oh, it's okay. Like, yeah. It's the difference between being in this small podcast room that I'm in right now and... Mm. So did you move your entire computer back just to be able to do this? Yeah, so I had uh, a monitor and keyboard mouse set up with my like work laptop. 
Ah, okay. Um, so you just my, hold your my PC rig. across. But then I hauled my PC out there on Friday so I could game. Um, and not be, not just live in a hole. Uh, yeah. Nicole's literally the only other person in this house. So, uh, yeah. Just so why with... aren't you just randomly like hot swapping between all your flatmates' rooms and shit? Um, could... Cooking, um, starting fires and things. Oh, we could probably do that. Camping. No, we don't like their rooms. Oh. We've got, oh, we've got two rooms between us, so. Yeah. That does nicely. Um, hmm. But yeah, I need Our to... second room's just the fully converted office, which... The the office has more like funzy gaming entertainment shit in it yeah. than the actual lounge does. Yeah, fair enough. Whereas ours is a setup as a second bedroom with like a desk and fun things in yeah. it there, so it's just easier now, to just drag everything out and just exist in front of the TV or around yeah. the TV and a couple of computers. Just turn it. It's a land party. We have a land party. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I, I quite like that. There's a sort of situation in a flat, but yeah, nah. Um, if there were other people here, it wouldn't work. We wouldn't be doing it. We'd, yeah. We'd just kill each other. Um, For us, being in the lounge just means you can't hear the TV very well because the balcony doors are always open and you're forever just entertaining dogs. Huh. Oh, uh, yeah, you live with dogs. Yeah, two big-ass fucking dogs. Jesus. So are you staying at yours or you staying at Charlotte's? No, we live together. You do live. Oh, that's right. You did do that. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's a throwback nah, so, to like um, four episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was an ass conversation, not a podcast conversation. Oh, uh, yeah. We right. still occasionally have those. Oh, yeah. It's um, pretty gross. Not you guys living yeah. together, us having real conversations. Yeah. Without no, the no, chance us. of people following us. <laughs> Um, Here's another game we should try. Please just add something else to our chat because all I see is Nemesis and um, whatever the fuck I'm looking at right now with the umbrella logo on his dick. What? What? The thing you sent me. Oh no, no, you, you, <laughs> you just enjoy that. <laughs> they can stay there. Oh, okay. Uh, what game are you looking at? Um, so it's another board game called Zombie Side. Zombie Side, like Zombicide. but it it looks to be about like you are a character and you move through a game map and try and like gain loot from buildings. I do like doing that. Okay. Yeah. Um. It, I'll see. I'll put here. I'll. I'll oh, that wasn't the group chat. That was an actual one-on-one chat. Um. Zombie tunes. All oh, right. Put this in the group chat. I'm on the website now. Managed to do it. Yeah. Because there's, there's the real game, but then there's like the Steam version. Yeah. Which is what I'm looking at because, given our current situation, yeah. So, <laughs> considering this is devolving into just a Logan and Jesse talk about shit as opposed to and say anything worth a damn to an audience. Um. One of our post nine eleven, what was what did we call the beach thing? The the reunion tour. Oh, be, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Of, of Jesse Cullum and I, the greatest hits tour. That's right. Was to endeavour to play like 
something, just some sort of at distance slow chug of a game that we can sort of chip away at as a group as we go and we've been doing it with the Fallout board game which yeah it has its shortcomings but I like it in what way what why it has shortcomings yeah what what sh- yeah uh, um was it's like Cullum and I were sort of discussing it seems like if you're not careful and you play the game too much the game just finishes itself and you lose Oh, yeah, like original Fallout if, 1 and 2. Well, yeah, if you engage with quests too much too often, you actually rapidly increase the speed at which the game ends. Huh, okay, so you've got to... So the, you have to almost, as a group of players who aren't playing together, you have to actively dodge the main plot. Do all, Yeah, okay. So if you just bury yourself in side quests, you can make the game last longer, almost. Yeah. Yeah. But also I say this as if I'm not playing it as well. Yeah. But <laughs> you were there, I think you just weren't paying attention to those conversations. Um, but it still will eventually tick and clock itself out. Right. So yeah, in that sense it almost has more of a relationship to Fallout One and Two, the computer games, than it does to um the newer ones that people are familiar with. Yeah, which yeah. are more uh, modern games where they sort of let you play at your leisure oh man i like that column didn't know enough about fallout that um the water po- we... poisoned him gave him some rads and said oh red water said, yeah, all, yeah all water has all... red water man it's fallout it's a nuclear apocalypse that happens but also we just bullied him into learning the meta because <laughs> it was easier than doing it ourselves i think yeah was the main reason to do that well, that's usually why we do anything. It's just easier for us. And if if part of that involves us bullying someone, we're definitely going to do it. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So to play that zombie side game, you have to first get Tabletop Simulator and then the game itself is basically like an expansion for that game. How deep does the tabletop simulator go? Does it have actual, like a wide range of actual board games that we could just buy and play digitally? Or is it just this game? Yes. Oh. No, no, it's, it's it's a bit of everything. Um, let's see, just on Steam, yes. there are 41 board games. Holy shit, it. cool. But each of them has a cost. You don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like expect, yeah. buy it and then you get them all, yeah. And each each player has to buy it, I suppose, instead of... Um... So I would imagine you could either stream it and one person controls everything and you play it that way. Mm. Or you, yeah, you all have a turn on a multiplayer game. So like both would work. Yeah, there'd be ways around it. It just depends on how much effort some one particular player wants to put into yeah, uh, making it fun for everyone else. But as I understand it, it's basically like a just a physics simulator. So you're not actually like the rules of the game you're playing are not programmed into it. You just have a physical environment with pieces of physics where you move around the representations of the game pieces yourself. Huh. Okay. So you can kind of customize it or. Um... Yeah, so I, I could be in. wrong, but I think 
Tabletop Simulator is home to a huge, like, community of homemade games. Oh, right. Like, I mean, because you can play things, you can play all the basic, you can play anything on it, essentially, like, dominoes, chess. Rummy cub. No, not rummy cub. Oh, backgammon. Check yes, yes, Batman. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no Rummy Cub though. Chinese checkers, Ooh. solitaire. So it seems to have an understanding of the gameplay rules for stuff. Even air hockey. Hmm. Something involving bananas, pool. Oh no, that's a different website, just man. Don't the go games there. Games explode. <laughs> He's going to hurt you. I'm pretty sure down to even just you um, choose how your table looks. And what? feels? No, no. No feelings. Damn. Um, yeah, so what have you been binge watching while you're in isolation? We haven't watched that much of anything, to be perfectly honest. No, I think we've really been just putting things on that one of us has either seen before or um, we've been meaning to watch, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head, apart from yeah. f- finished Avatar, finished Morning Show. Uh, yeah, like, you stare at a screen for 40 hours a week in the environment you're staring the screen at, and then you go home, which is also your work, and then... You're like, I guess I'm going to stare at some screens that I've been staring at for the last week. Yeah. Go outside for an hour a, a day or an hour for exercise. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a different experience, eh? Yeah. I'm like, well, now I just want to talk to people or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I find myself doing a lot of, like, sit down to do a thing and then getting bored of it in like five minutes and then getting up and doing something else and then getting bored of it in five minutes. Yeah, like the number I, of I, books I could be reading or um, things that I've been, I could start or could finish or uh, whether it's things we've been writing or things I've been meaning to try to learn how to do. So, eh, it's yeah. Like I don't have the, the willpower. Yeah. yeah, I think you sort of get... It's like the. It's hard to find a sense of accomplishment because the. I don't know. You're just here to kill time, essentially. Yeah, it's. Is everything on pause, or does it just feel that way? I think people will start to feel a little bit um, more productive if this thing doesn't end after four weeks. And we have to kind of settle into this way of living for a while. Or we, we start to think, oh, shit, if they said four weeks and now it's not, then they're uh, saying six weeks now. Could that mean eight weeks and 12 weeks and six months? And it starts to actually push the timeline out. Um, yeah. Which we and all then- kind of know it could go on longer, but we haven't had that confirmation. But like, oh, yeah, just kidding. Stay inside. Thanks. Yeah, and I wonder how much, so like there'd be a lot of what's going on right now, Mm. 
is propped up by the fact that nobody has said actually like you know it, it actually probably behooves everyone to act like it's going to be four weeks even if people powers that be know it isn't going to be just four weeks yeah in the same way that what a couple of weeks ago we're like oh some stuff's happening it might um it might mean that um parts we're of lockdown. yeah we're in lockdown or uh we have to close the borders at least or so oh, i don't know we've never done that before but I mean, yeah, anything could happen, so I guess it could happen, and then one by one, these different milestones get reached, and we're like, ah, okay, cool. <laughs> Those things do happen. Yeah. Um, so I, we're just I kind reckon... of waiting for the next milestone, which is that four-week mark, and then we're like, ah, okay, cool. I guess I work from home now. I guess I only yeah, see five sh- people. For is the- there an actual specific date that it's set to release? Um, or has it always just been expressed as four weeks, not as something with an end? I think they've been very specific, like they've been very um, smart in not saying a specific date to work towards. So they have just said four weeks. Yeah. They have never actually said it would be over by this date. It's just four weeks um, from. Because if it's if it's four weeks, then we're out on the twenty first of next month. Yep. <sighs> yeah, which is. Yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, it's three and a half weeks away. Yeah, so yeah, there's a long time. Um, but Which, it makes you think, like, you know, it does make you think. You're right. Have you ever spent four weeks with only one person? I mean, you probably. <laughs> Probably- Actually, yeah, you, you're probably right there. <laughs> um, but we were in the deepest pits of depression. Yeah, um, yeah, we're just sitting in our flat, living at night time and doing nothing while we were there. The difference was we had unlimited we, choice. We could have done whatever we wanted. We did yes, frequently. The sensation of being able to do whatever you want and not doing it is very different from the sensation of being trapped. Yeah. Um, what was Colin was saying that he's like um, the the lockdown starts now and I've um, I'm angry that I can't leave my house. Uh, I haven't left my house for three days. <laughs> ten days. <laughs> or ten I'm days. sure he said ten days. Yeah, yeah as I, so um, it doesn't really matter. But now that I'm told I can't, it's oh yeah, it's three days in and I'm angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that the other day. It was like um, I'm so sick of this lockdown. It's already been seven days, and it's now 321 days since I've felt the touch of all human woman. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what's going to like. They, yeah, like I have to think about it region by region, or but even even uh, just the the emotional effects of being like, have you heard of all the Chinese couples that are just separating after? The yeah, I was going to get to that as well. It's like, if you, how do you manage that bubble that you're meant to have, like? Um, I don't know, like, I mean, <laughs> over time, if people get tested and cleared, do they get to expand their butt? Like, yeah, yeah. they're going to have to get some logistics involved so that people can start returning to normal. Do we get to, like, is there a, a limit where you can go, all right, now you're cleared and you're cleared and you're part of the same friends group. So now your group of people that you can associate with extends to six. Yeah. 
I mean, I know they won't do that because then one person six and another person six will overlap without being yeah a full complete set, and then you've suddenly got um, either the virus spreading through a social spreader or um, you've built like tribes, yeah, um, or engineered them rather, and it's it won't be sustainable. Most businesses, I don't think, in this country are geared at least the smaller ones are geared to survive more than six weeks without money, um, without um actually being able to operate so they're gonna if they get to that four week mark you're gonna see massive layoffs i think and a lot of businesses actually closing down yeah i mean Um, i don't think a lot of them could get past the four weeks no they're usually running any given time about a month clean of of you know falling either side of just being completely shit so yeah um Yeah, so if we hit that mark and then nothing changes, it's going to be, I think that's when you're going to start to see some real um, fear, pandemonium. What does it turn into? Social upheaval? Well, um, I can only imagine that we're going to have to just start, as a country, burying ourselves in debt to keep people afloat. Um, you're just going to have to see another bailout of some kind or, at a, or another stimulus package would have to be in effect because otherwise people... But you know, who's not, who's not in debt that's lending all this money? Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the, yeah, the yeah. world banking system as a whole anyway. It's just that yeah. it's nonsense built on lies, built on abstraction. But yeah. Well, I think it's you more know, that... The, eventually, um, there has to be just a cascade collapse like... You had no eight or seventy nine or when was the the dust bowl and everything? Like, yeah, the thirties. Yeah, that was part of the Great Depression. Um, yeah, that's that's what I search for. Great Depression. Um, eventually, you have one of the small things on the edge of it just fall fails. Yeah, can't pay out, and then everything just backs backfills into the system and nothing pays out and it all just tips over yeah we've got one or two options right either um somehow the country goes into more debt or it starts printing more money but but there's no real surely the same levels of cumulative like we all understand that none of us can afford any of this starts to ripple across the entire global system yeah and similar to how countries are basically just gifting each other the means to solve this crisis, mm. like yeah, because they've got the resources. Not have to happen at some point where it's just like, look, because you know when you grow too big for an economy and you as a business have to start actually putting money into the people that buy your shit because otherwise you can't keep doing business. Yeah, they they won't be able to sustain the lifestyle that the yeah the, the, nobody can afford to buy your shit, so you sort of cease to. Yeah, in the same like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no one's going to use the internet, says Google, unless people have access to free services on the internet. So let's build a yeah. free maps and let's build a free this and uh, yeah. So what? To what extent do c- countries have to start propping each other up just so that there's? Well, they've already you know. Uh, I mean, especially when China will come out of this theoretically unless they have a double dip pandemic situation china will come out of this before the rest of us do by nature of hitting it first mm. and um which means that the new of... world economy after this is a chinese one 
Yeah. Oh shit, it's and a conspiracy. So, yeah. The what? It's like, oh shit, it is a conspiracy. Yeah. I mean, it, it is the perfect time for um, sort of the Western, I don't know, hegemony or whatever you want to call it to collapse finally. Um, yeah. The end, of, the end of sort of the Western world's grip on world politics and everything. Yeah, I mean, you said that China was going to be like first to um, to come out of it, and by, that's also by virtue of uh, then you know dismissing human rights much more than any other country. Well, they're also lying to? about the amount of cases that they're still having now, which is funny. Um, also, there's a lot to be said for if they had. If people were allowed to talk about things that worried the government, then mm. this probably wouldn't have all happened. Yeah, true. Um, but they also are right across the border from Russia, who is denying that the thing even virus exists, is right? even it's happening. Pneumonia, in and, um... they're just having a two-week paid holiday for the entirety of the country, <laughs> but not because of coronavirus. No. And because they're not saying it's because of coronavirus, everyone is going on holiday so they're all going to like different parts of russia and crossing over from state to state and stuff and it's running the risk of making it significant no one's actually staying on lockdown worse. which is strange because you'd think all that all russia would need to do is click their fingers and say don't go outside and then people wouldn't go outside and yeah you don't really need to give know. a reason for it right i don't know it's odd but yeah because they're not willing to close down borders and close down uh, Huge amounts of Russia's stability seems to currently be based on their just respect of the cult of personality of Putin. Yeah, well, he's um, he's a couple of steps away from um, making his uh, term in office indefinite, isn't he? Even though it kind well, yeah, of already is. Yeah, but he is. had to pause the vote because of the virus, which um, I don't know whether that was a... I'm not sure I'm going to win, so I'm going to pause it. I don't know. Um, but the I remember reading something about Russia, and it sort of it was like an essay discussing why sort of democracy just doesn't seem to take hold there. Mm. And it was very much just um, it, it. It was slightly. I thought it, it had a sort of Western supremacy bent to it but it was very much just like russia is a country that has always experienced hardships and extremes and that's really died into their culture and for that reason as a people they have extremely like um they respect power mm, yeah because power sees them through um pa yeah power can and strong individuals with strong will are what they trust they don't trust collective you know group like what they they don't individualism and shit like that in a western sense like democracy just seems slow to them it doesn't mm. seem decisive which and is, it's true i mean it is it, but in different ways right in um in Russia. Every time a Western country has needed to be decisive in history, basically, they've all kind of done that fall of Rome thing where yeah, they yeah. convert their 
the, the sort of main leader into like a king. You think about the number of times the the empire of Russia has fallen and just built itself back up, though. Like it's the current state of Russia is not what Russia was a hundred years ago or a thousand years ago, or um, no. So it is operating on the same fallacies, but it can call itself Russia um, through and but through. It's, I mean, a big thing about Putin is, and especially because he was sort of forged in that fire, he actively his goal is to return to like a Soviet type state. Yeah. Not necessarily the leadership structure. Like he, I, I don't think he believes in party rule. I think he believes in Putin's rule. Yeah. Um, he likes money too much, I think, for that to happen. Um, yeah, but he just, he, he believes in a unified, like glorious, massive, singular Russian state. Yeah. United, yeah. United States of Russia, right? Um, yeah, kind of. Well, that's what the USSR essentially was. It just, yeah, I, I, he wants to amass all of those old Soviet countries again because there's resources there, um, mm. and there's borders across from those thing across from those nations that he wants. Yeah, he wants to border up against um, the West as much as possible, so that he can eventually, when the time comes, encroach on all of their territory as well. Yeah, um, all he um, needs I to remember, wait for is an economic collapse in Norway, for example, and then he's like, "Oh, I guess I'm going to take a little bit of Norway from you guys." Bit by bit. I remember. Um, so Finland and Russia used to have a militarized border. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. And the prime minister, or whatever of Finland, apparently called up the Russian leader at the time and said, "Look." I think this is silly. I'm going to take our soldiers off the border. I don't think you'll do anything. But if you're going to do anything, if you're going to invade Finland, could you please call me first? Hmm. And he took his troops when apparently the Russian, um, I don't know whether it was their leader or their military leader, like super, super respected that guy just for having the balls to say that. Mm hmm. And it's it led to a like massive amount of um just like massive boost in interracial interrelations between those two countries for like, the first time interracial <laughs> relations between those two com countries for the first time since like before the Soviet era. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. But the the um finnish have a slightly more like meh it's fine relationship to russia whereas the the swedes are very much like Fuck firmly that. believing that russia is just going to come marching over the hill one day yeah which i mean that's fair they are <laughs> i mean i remember i think it was while i was in sweden a russian submarine was found to yeah, be in yeah, the I stockholm harbor yeah it's like, no big yeah. deal. We're just uh, we're just here for what for testing water. <laughs> oh this oh this thing yeah this uh we we woke up here. No no this 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 not submarine this something else spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> this you ever see Sputnik? Not this Sputnik. <laughs> If this is a spaceship, this is even more concerning than a submarine. <laughs> oh, oh, well, then it's submarine. 
Case close. Diplomacy met. Case close. Goodbye. Go home now. But you're you're going home? No. No, we stay. No, we stay here. No, this man now. Russia. So, have you ever heard of the Mountain Blade game series? No. Mountain Blade. Mount and Blade. It's not Mountain. Mount. Mount and Blade. Mountain Blade. So it's a it's a medieval war game. But it, you, you know how games like Skyrim, you always think, why am I the lackey for like all the powerful people in this world when I'm the one that does all the hard work? Mm, I should be the king of this entire land. Yes. Yeah. So that's what Bannerlord is. I mean, that's what Mountain Blade is. Mm. So you, it's almost like D&D where you start off and you pick your like origin as a person and you start as an individual with no money and one sword or whatever. And then you, you could be like a, a royalty who's like lost their way or like a nobody. A street urchin? A criminal. Or yeah. Noble. Yeah, interesting. Um, and then you, you'll just start in a random, you'll pick sort of what country you start in and what you look like and your race and everything. And it has its own sort of medieval empires that are loosely based on like sort of English, Nordic, Germans. Arabs, Chinese, they kind of sort of have like their analogs in this game and their where the countries are is very sort of it makes logical sense as far as the borders are concerned and biome yeah. they exist in. Yeah, I can see there's no um overarching story, so you it just depending on what your setup is depends on how different people interact with you and um yeah. benefits um you. and you be it from money or from doing the right things at the right times, people start following you. And right. so you end up commanding armies of thousands of people at certain points. If you are successful at the game, you could just as easily be somebody that constantly just gets arrested or kidnapped every five minutes and is constantly getting robbed and killed or whatever. Or, um, um, yeah. But if you... And I don't know how long it would actually take to do that without cheating, because I've never tried to do it without using like money cheats. Um, you can take over the entire world by just slowly like pick a local lord, do a bunch of favors for him, slowly build up a group of men, do more favors for him, get enough like of a name that you start getting invited to things where higher ranking dudes are there. Yeah, yeah, and then you talk to them and earn their trust and then you get called upon when there's a war somewhere and all the other countries all dynamically fight with each other and do things in real time all right so the, um, the, that's the race against the clock isn't it is that um not necessarily that people are all aiming to uh take over the world but there's so many different moving pieces at any given time that um, you can do everything perfectly your way, but if somebody else does things perfectly their way as well, you're going to eventually butt heads with them. Yeah, if, well, if you've you, got a you might, goal you might or... be a part of a country that you've tried really hard to raise your way up through the ranks and then they just get stomped by one of the other nations. Yeah. Um, it, it has a multiplayer, but the multiplayer is just more like a free-for-all battle game. Um, right. But the single player is... Like once you start playing it and you 
sort of understand how it works, you realize that it's actually one of the most deep and time-consuming and long-winded and impressive games you've ever played. Really? But it's also just quite bland and simple in a lot of other ways too. But like, um, so you, you know, you end up with heroes in your army, which will be like people you meet in bars and you sort of help them almost mass effect style where you NPCs companions. Yeah. Yeah. You learn their background story and then you help them out in whatever way. And then they, and then you fuck them mass effect. style. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have maybe, you know, some people of different groups don't agree with each other or refuse to be in the same army. Uh, Um, the more you fight and camp and stuff, the more you can raise the ranks of the soldiers you do have. So you might start out with peasants with like rocks and eventually you can end up with like, you know, elite soldiers and stuff. But at the same time, you might just end up on a battlefield and then a king turns up and says he doesn't like the look of you <laughs> and you have to fight and your entire army gets stomped and then you just end up getting taken prisoner and spend a few Right. days or weeks in game getting dragged around by this person as a prisoner until you so manage to get free and you're back to square zero again so the mechanism of the game is almost don't worry about this overarching construct that we've designed but focus there's so many different variables between so many different things exponentially that yeah. that's what builds the world and builds the game experience yeah. for you is that literally anything can happen they they build the core idea that each of the core nations has their own king yeah and people will behave certain ways, sort of loosely personality-based, which a majority of that becomes sort of the meta that people joke about on Reddit and stuff, and it leads to this... um, I mean, like, there's a joke where the king... The main king that everyone talks about is a king called Harless. Mm. King Harless, who's the leader of the sort of more standard European-type nation... And every time shit hits the fan and everyone goes to war for whatever reason, he always seems to call a feast. Hmm. When a feast is more like supposed to be a celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's sort of like maybe, I don't know, somewhere in the personality kind of writing file, they've made him react improperly for some reason. Hmm. But it's it's kind of such a core joke of the game that you couldn't take it out at this point. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Did you ever know on the Civilization games that Gandhi would nuke everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was because somebody accidentally put an incorrect um, number in the wrong column and it led to him being max level aggressive. But he wasn't meant to be yeah. by default. There was just Gandhi. an error. And it yeah. became such a thing the game was known for that it had to stay in there. But yeah, Mountain Blade is just like... What if a game just... Like if you sit in place in the game world and you do something that actually takes up time, like camping, mm. the world will just move around you. Yeah, you could just live as a um uh as a nomad. You just wander, like a peasant. Wander, yeah, and just wandering the globe as you see things different different things change and evolve and because yeah. it's a game, uh, you're immortal, so over time. Well, you do actually die of old age. You do? Yeah. That's either you get killed as part of the game or you mm. die of old age. That's sort of how your game ends. All right. And it, then it just gives you a breakdown of how well you did or <laughs> if you're lucky, you have, I think you get to 
pick up as an ear if you die. But to do that, you have to have like procreated one, one mm-hmm. a lady of some other house and convinced her to stay with you and then procreated you. So it's so you could create a long line of fishmongers. Yes, yeah. <laughs> nice. I don't. I don't I don't actually think you can take normal jobs. I think basically everything you have to do revolves around combat and trading, but Um, you you could just be like a distance trader, but the the game itself sort of has three types of like, it actually has like an overworld map, like an old RPG would. Yeah. But you, you're, you're still moving around a like representative of your army. And you'll see representatives of other armies and, you know, like groups of people travel faster if there's less of them and stuff like that, or if they're on horseback, hmm. whereas big armies travel quite slowly and you have to keep everything, you know, you have to keep your own fed for the distance yeah, you're trying yeah. to travel. You need and to take more the, supplies, which means you need more of this, which means you need... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and towns, are, towns and castles and stuff are like 3d maps that you move around in like a third person action style yeah yeah and um so are battles which are usually basically big open battlefields where you do like you you fight and it will have sort of depending on how big an army you can raise it'll have sort of you could probably i think the first game which you could mold and make it bigger but i think you were limited to like 100 people on either side at a time but I'm picking that the new one will probably go further than that based on how many I can see on screen right now. Yeah, it brings me to my... So these, these three games out so far, one coming out this year, are they and described as all expansions of the original? How, no. do they, how do those... What are they actual sequels where you can, they're like free play? You don't actually need the first one to play the next one to play the next one. It's just another game under that so, title? or. So I don't know why Mountain Blade and Mountain Blade Warband, they're not the same game. Standalone expansion pack, yeah. So I think there is Mountain Blade, and and that is just the original game. I think Warband might have been the first one that actually put a plot to it. Right, okay, yeah. So Bannerlord is almost more of a sequel to Warband. Whereas all the other things, for the most part, don't really have plots to them, and they just extend the gameplay add, for multiplayer. Right, add new features and add new um, civilizations and things. Yeah, so like tinker with ones like the Napoleonic Wars just means you don't, you're not actually playing a like Napoleon Napoleonic era world conquest game. You're just able to walk around napoleonic era buildings and battlefields and fight with muskets mm. in a in a mountain blade style and fire and sword is kind of like the um what's the word like the sort of slightly magical expansion right okay. it just puts like a fantasy medieval bent on it um viking conquest i think has a some manner of I don't know whether it's plot or it's just multiplayer. Probably just multiplayer, considering there's already Nordic characters in the regular game. Yeah, because there's, um, there's only listed Warband with Fire and Sword and Bannerlord as the actual games. Like the Viking yeah. one isn't listed there anyway. 
yeah. that you mentioned. Is, is Fire and Sword its own actual full game? Yeah, so there's Mountain Blade, then Warband, then with Fire and Sword, and then it's just called 2 Bannerlord. So Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord. So this is the actual sequel to the original game by the look of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could be wrong, but I think Fire and Sword is purely multiplayer expansion. Gotcha. But yeah, so I don't know about the original Mountain Blade. I Maybe Mountain Blade Warband is the original Mountain Blade plus like a, you know, like Warband was the big expansion that's now, like you don't consider the full game to not be that without it the yeah. game plus that yeah i honestly don't know but um like it it's, it's the just one of those things where you really just look at it and you say sort of it's like armor almost mm. where you're like you look at it and from the outset you're like i don't oh. see how this looks any different from anything else i've played yeah and then you get into it and you realize oh this is like a basis for building on top of yeah 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 it's um, um the template for this sort of world and this sort of experience i played for a while um a mountain blade uh, like single player expansion scenario which had been made by the community called a clash of kings mm. and it literally just took all the assets and then made it a game of thrones game <laughs> so you were on the game of thrones map all the Game of Thrones races and kings and lords and whatnot were all there, and you picked your character and which one of the cities you started at, and you basically just um, you sort of grew up through it, how you saw fit and helped whoever you decided you wanted to win. Hmm. But I, I think it still didn't really have much of the magical elements, but. It's got a very, like, weirdly deep, but also kind of janky sort of control structure. To you, I like to do it with it. So imagine when you're using WASD on the keyboard to, like, move your character. Yeah. If you click and hold the mouse to swing your sword, and then you move up, down, left, or right, and then release the mouse, your sword swing will go the direction you clicked on the keyboard right okay so, so then the other player has the opportunity to block you in real time by matching the direction your attack came from right yeah okay. so it's it's very very difficult but mm. if you are good at it you will be like significantly better than players that don't bother yeah so it's a, it's a steep um, yeah play curve but like actual sword fighting um, you get yeah. good enough at it, one or two swings, and it's all over. <clears throat> it's yeah, all, I mean, that, that yeah. is fighting in this game regardless. Mm. If you get a really solid hit on somebody with a sword, they basically are just dead. Mm. But yeah, mm. this sequel is, I think, eight years in the making? Like they announced yeah, I was gonna it eight say, years ago? I was, was going to say, um, this, between the last game and this one that's coming out this year, it's the longest stint between titles. You had 28, uh, 2008, 2011, 2012, um, 14. Yeah. Uh, and then nothing. And so, then. for reference sake, this comes out in two days. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. After eight years. 
they've and I've only just learned about this game and I'll, I might buy it <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean have you have you watched the trailers for the new one where they've included like all the hardcore siege tactics and stuff no no I haven't so you actually have to roll up like those tower things that get people up the walls and you've got to use battering rams on the gates and everything like that that's actual um, um, siege and you work. can actually pour like hot tar on the people trying to in- get in. Um, it's also releasing a day early, so yeah, okay, yes. yeah. So that's tomorrow. It was due to coronavirus. <laughs> they were like, "It's a weird time, and everyone probably just wants to stay inside and play games." So fuck it. Um, something you won't be able to take advantage of is there. They sort of did a like we recognize that nobody is employed anymore. So um, they said 10% off. And then if you already own any of their games, any of the mountain blade series, it's like an extra 10% off. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, watching the gameplay battle gameplay now. And it's, um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, all it would take is somebody with some serious skills as far as that sound like a shitty joke, all of take with somebody with serious skills. You know, you could easily create like an awesome Lord of the Rings game or something like this if you just had somebody that could do some reskinning. Yeah. Um, you get a Helm's Deep, um, Helm's Deep yeah, level. Yeah, get like some battle. Rakai or a, or a cave troll walking in there. Yeah, and just heavy stomping. And yeah. Lots of black metal and yeah. And it's... Yeah, I mean, it, it for a lot of intense purposes has a lot of sort of Dungeons and Dragons elements to it, mm. where it's like, you know, you go into a tavern, you ask at the tavern owner rumors, and he'll tell you to go talk to this person, this person, and then give you a mission. And the mission is like, if you kill these people in this place for me, then I'll pay you handsomely. And then you're like, um, you know recruit a couple of people from the bar to help you out and then you like go into the countryside find these people take them out get the money and it's like all about just building that momentum towards you being able to eventually hopefully like grow your own sort of lordshipness it's essentially um hey what would happen if um you bought the witcher but weren't allowed to play as the witcher or yeah. <laughs> experienced any of the monsters you just had to live as a human <laughs> yeah cool <laughs> and um just like the you know, a lot no one really breaches that divide which i feel like games like this can but i don't know whether you can create cities i don't think you can so you don't have that part but you know there's like a weird i feel like there's always been a market and no one's really captured it to build a game that's halfway between an actual action game and an RTS, mm. which is kind of what this is not as far as, have you ever played a, what are they called? Those games where you're fighting battles of like thousands of soldiers. Yeah. Total War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this has some slightly Total War stuff to it. But like it's you not can the actually order yeah. columns of men around. Yeah, but it's just not the yeah. entire experience. No, but but once you know, eventually, once you get that like RTS thing where like you're a you're both a war hero that you're actually controlling in third person combat, and you can play this in first person too if you want, and um, you are also like building a nation. Mm. So like you know, you want to build a castle here, so you grow a castle here because 
this is a logical place to build it and it helps you secure this part of your territory mm. and you know you need to like create supply lines and stuff like that i think it'll just eventually get you towards that point of being able to build that cool holistic game where you actually do get to like like kind of like mountain blade has done in the past where you're a person in the world that can become great you're not some you're not the main character and therefore you're great and once you start to grow and become big in the game your scope of control grows with you yeah yeah which i always think it's cool when games do that yeah like, it's quite a naturalized um as, as you become progression more, yeah naturalized progression as you become more experienced at playing the game the game gets more complicated yeah. yeah, I mean, the the greatest example of that, which I think nobody's ever really replicated, granted that game still basically cast you as a chosen one from the get-go, but was, um, what was his name? The uh, Fable. Fable 3? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where you, you know, you start off as just the prince, and then by the end of it, you actually have to become almost an evil dictator because that's the only way to save your people. Yeah, and how and it, ridiculously big and OP you look compared to where you started at the game. You're like, yeah, oh shit, I am the you, bad guy from the first game. Yeah, you you start out as like just a little sort of snot-nosed, plucky teenager character, and then by the end of it, you actually are a sort of hardened and wizened king with giant shoulders and huge armor. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and yeah. and that that idea that no character stays in the same place you know, growth and change over time. Look, that that doesn't, it's probably harder to make, but that kind of thing should be a cool feature. It should be something to be afraid of. Mm, mm. And I like the idea that people have to experience something front to back. You can't let somebody just play the same character for hundreds of hours because... Yeah, there's like, no such thing as grind. There's grinding, but... Um... Um, it's not on your terms. Yeah. You don't get to find a corner and grind away in. It's just like, if you want to grind, you grind, but here, take yeah. all this fucking crap with you, mate. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you grind, you may just find the world leaves you behind because yeah. you've been outside the world grinding yeah. and the world has You've just... just picked a barbarian character and just, just been slaughtering animals, so you've got this really good axe now. <laughs> yeah. Then you find out that you, you know, everyone you've ever known was slaughtered in a battle yeah. ages ago because you just weren't paying attention. And no one uses axes anymore, man. <laughs> yeah. We use spears now. Spears are in. <laughs> spears are in vogue. Uh, I like that. Um, cool. I think we can leave it there, a solid hour of an episode. Uh, Sweet. Oh, we can wrap it up anyway. But, yeah. Uh, you got anything else you want to talk about before we... Uh, just, no. Uh, I mean, I mean, I could keep rambling, but yeah, right, well, let's, let's keep it crisp yeah. on the hour. No, I, I we'll stop, try to touch yeah. it again tomorrow, sweet, or as soon as possible. Uh, we'll yeah, just... keep keep in touch, but I could probably do it tomorrow. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Go out, have a life? No, <laughs> come on. I I feel like I'm actually going to the supermarket more often than normal, yeah. just as an excuse to go do be something. In a place, yeah. yeah talk to humans shit the supermarket lines are ridiculous at the moment though like obviously they're all spaced out there's the one down. we've got a tiny supermarket near our house mm. so that is a nice way to dodge those but yeah 
I've seen supermarkets with lines and every time I've just gone, yeah, nah. Well, that's the thing. We walked to the one that's closest to our house today and there were lines going down through the car park, um, like the underground car park and being looped all the way through the car park. I'm like, okay, this is fucked. We're just going to walk another five minutes to the small new world that exists at the train station and it was empty. Yeah. Like, it was open, huh. but it was empty. I'm like, oh, this is great. Cool. It's got half the shit you really need, but yeah, or that you want necessarily, but... It was fine. It was just a small trip anyway. We were just going for a walk and we just decided to go. But Yeah, I mean, that was like the one by my house is often a bit empty, but at the same time, um, I'd, I'll take that for not having the lines. Yeah. Uh, Big thing I'm experiencing right now is just like, I don't know whether you're having that as well, just a real, real craving for like fresh food. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my fruit and vegetable intake has um, gone through the roof. Yeah, <laughs> same. Like, I'm just going to eat some carrots and I'm going to put banana with it, everything or just, yeah, constantly just yeah. eating fruit. Just So, like, I've got this cupboard full of highly processed um, shelf long shelf life food and I yeah. just don't care. <laughs> yeah. I just don't what, want what it. I, what I really want is, is just something that... Feels like it's giving me vitality yeah. because that's what I feel like I'm needing. Right yeah, now. yeah. Because uh, you're not going to get that from human beings or the yeah. ability. I don't know. Is it a? It must be a um, something going on in the brain there that makes you think I need. I can't purchase things to make myself feel good. Um, I can't do any shopping online. I can't really interact yeah, with people. I can't go out and like even going out to have a drink with somebody. It's yeah, you're going out, but really what you're doing is you're buying drinks and you're buying things. So now yeah. that you can't do that, or it's just... So I was actually thinking the other day, Amazon US is still open, right? Yeah. And couriers are still functioning. Correct. And international so you freight. you could yeah. buy dumb shit from the US if you wanted to, but we can't from whatever usual retailers we'd go to in New Zealand. Yeah. Huh. Granted, it'll take two weeks to arrive, but... Still worth it. That's a really good idea. <laughs> I might do some shopping. <laughs> Switch, you I mean, say? VR, you say? Um, uh, this is if if ever no. you felt like you know this is the time to go. Ah, oh, fuck it, and buy a VR kit. This is the time. Mm. Get a quest. A quest. Quest. That's what I have. I know they're back in stock, or at least they were last day. So you're going to say back in vogue again? It's like, oh, it's a good reference to five minutes ago. <laughs> Oculus Quest. It's it's the it's the VR headset for the one who wants it for plugging it into a computer, but also just doesn't want to be stuck doing it. Doesn't necessarily live in a basement or um. Yeah. You know, their entire gaming lifestyle is not built around a rig. It's just a gaming lifestyle, so... Yeah. yeah. I mean, in, you know, as I showed at the beach, you can also just connect it to a Chromecast and then just... Yeah, because it just runs off of Android, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, and if you do, I recommend buying there. You... Is your... What's your graphics card? Uh, it's the... Uh, it's the what am I doing? What GTX 1060? Ah, okay, so yeah, yours is 10 series, so you won't have a um, 
USB C in the back of it. No, no, no. So the that's a good thing about RTX cards, which I don't have that luxury um, either. The the plug to plug it into a computer is USB C based. Huh. So, so you need one you of have those. to do what I do, which is um, adapt it into a USB three point one. Yeah, yeah. Which is a pretty exit. It needs it needs minimum like 3.0 to work. Yeah, yeah. I think all of the um, adapters from C to 3.0, like they're only a C to a 3.0. You can't C to a 2.0 or anything like that. Like if you, oh, I don't know. I mean, the, so the big thing is there's the three. Like you can plug it into a connection slot, from USB C. Yeah. yeah. There's USB C, which is just a data only connection. There's USB C, which is a. Um, it's like a high-speed data connection and there's USB-C which is a data plus power connection high-speed right and needs to be that right gotcha otherwise it just won't connect to the computer interesting but yeah once you do that then you can your wireless thing can become a wired one which yeah I and that's something obviously I couldn't show you but you haven't played VR till you've played VR multiplayer Oh yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, imagine being in a game and you look over at the other player, and then the other player waves to you, and you know that that's like me in my bedroom waving to you. <laughs> like True. it's a weird fucking thing. Yeah, it's and the fact that you're like, I need ammo, so the other player throws a magazine to you. You catch it in your hand. Oh, it's so cool. It's 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 totally different also like it's the closest you will feel to like that old couch fuck you i just killed you punching your mate in the arm yeah 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 we're split screen because you're actually no but because you're actually standing there in real life yeah holding controllers pointing a gun at your friend who's doing the same thing and you got them first right 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 like that immersion just is something completely different. You can have like a cool one-on-one duel. Hmm. I like that. It's yeah. I I can never talk multi uh, VR up enough, but you really just have to play it to truly understand what I mean by it. But mm. okay. I well, mean, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, yeah. This is well, we can talk about. So let's talk about. Jesse Alex can tomorrow. go buy a. Yeah, so I can go buy an Oculus <laughs> Quest. Um. But yeah, tomorrow I reckon, or whenever we do this next, uh, let's talk through the the story for Alex. If you cool all the way through, have you finished it? No, 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 nowhere near. Oh, I'm like a third of the way. We can touch base on that and then go from there. Uh, this has been your Wired Shut Lockdown episode Ash. two. Uh, I'm not going to say we're going to go crazy, but we're already going oh, crazy. God. Um, yeah, we're we're acting like we're we're actually in the same room. Uh, but we refuse to <laughs> we refuse to look at each other we we've put a divider a, up and we're facing opposite walls we spend a lot of money to be able to dial into something over the phone <laughs> essentially <laughs> and then talk to each other uh, but no I've been your host Jesse he's been your host Logan um, find us in all the usual places during your lockdown because there's nothing else to do so you may as well sit your bar real low <laughs> and listen to us um, we will be um more sporadically frequent than we're used to yeah. being sporadically infrequent yeah so Spotify Stitcher Apple and it's Music. a whole new world fucking PewDiePie released four videos in one day oh Jesus 
Yeah, that's it's a whole new world. Ooh. Okay. Um, content creation is yeah. king. Wideshutpod.com, peoplesclub.com. Yeah. With relish. Not a dot com, but just. Nah, it's with relish sourced from Wideshut. Yeah. Wide a subsidiary podcast. company of PepsiCo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yep. we'll, we'll see you next time. That's it. We are.